Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, it wasn't the news that they wanted to hear yesterday as Auckland, North Harbour and Counties Monaco were told they won't be part of this year's NPC. They've exhausted all avenues and uh, joining us now to go over what happened and what they're up to next, uh, if anything, is uh, Auckland Rugby CEO, Jared Bear. Good morning to you, Jared. Thanks for your time. Yesterday's news uh, wasn't what you were looking for, obviously. Uh, c- certainly not. We were um, we were hopeful that we would get an exemption to be able to relocate the team along with counties and harbour and bring to the NPC. But um, after our third crack, we didn't get there. And uh, now it looks like uh, that avenue's been well exhausted. Where were you looking to uh, relocate, and what what has been the stumbling block that has stopped it? Uh, we're, we're not we're not sure um, around why our exemption wasn't considered uh, the the right way to go forward, but um, we understand that uh, we had a compelling case, but it's a complex situation, and and uh, we didn't tick the, the boxes uh, unfortunately to get us over the line. So all three teams, our understanding is all three teams would have located. Uh, uh, north or south out of out of Auckland? Uh, we, we were looking to locate south. Um, we won't go through into those details, but we're looking to go into a location south, be able to uh, isolate and have really good protocols in place with our medical um, team um, testing and monitoring the team on a on a daily situation, so that um, both themselves uh, as a group were safe, but also the public would be safe going forward as well. But unfortunately, uh, um, we didn't get the the approval we were seeking. So what kind of uh, avenues did you have to go down um, quarantine-wise or COVID-wise, uh, uh, inoculation-wise, uh, to get this thing uh, up and running in the first place? Uh, so across counties, harbour, ourselves and, and New Zealand rugby, um, we worked through quite a lot of detail. Um, and involved in that were just things that make sense in terms of vaccinations, testing, um, self-isolating, quarantining um, until... Uh, yeah, until it was uh, deemed that everyone um, was was safe and, and COVID free and, and able to to get on with it. So um, we're reading that it's it's going to cost you guys a bundle. Um, some some are saying around about a million dollars. That's a hell of a lot of money for a provincial union to lose, mate. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, that's the reality of it. Um, um, and so we've got to work through with our, our fans and our members um, and also our valuable commercial partners um, just what what uh, what it all looks like and what the wash-up's going to be. But um, it's not going to be pretty, um, but it's yeah, something that we're going to have to work through and, and um, yeah, make, the I guess, the best of what we can. Well, I don't think anyone can take a hit like that, really, to be perfectly honest. So uh, will New Zealand Rugby, have you been meeting with them as, as, to, to help out in some way? 
there's downside uh, to New Zealand rugby, and, and this as well, because obviously there's implications around the broadcast. Um, so they've been, they've been pretty open that once we know what the situation looks like um, and what the impact's going to be, then we can have a, a really robust discussion around what support can be offered, and, and we'll work through that in a collaborative way. And I would imagine, I mean, if, if it's hitting you, it's it's got to be absolutely pounding North Harbour and counties. Have you been in close t- contact with those guys throughout this whole process? Oh, a- absolutely. We're all in the in the same boat on this one, so we've been um, trying to paddle in the same direction together. And, and yeah, the connection points have been immense with my counterparts uh, across those PUs, and and yeah, we just want to work together to make sure that we all all get out the other side of this one, which is going to be tough. So let's uh, look at um, outside of uh, the, the financial side of it for the union itself. I mean, this is a job for the players and the coaches as well. Uh, how have they been coping with all this? Uh, our play, playing group and our coaching group, um, it's been really challenging for them. And I've got to compliment them that they've been uh, really pragmatic and whilst they've been frustrated because they just want to, to get on with it. And you can imagine um, not only are they passionate about playing, um, and playing for for their provinces, uh, it's also their livelihoods. Like it's also their opportunity to showcase themselves for their next opportunity, whether it's Super Rugby or a contract further abroad, or um, just their next NPC contract uh, next year. So for them, we're, we're we're gutted because we know that they've put an immense amount of work in to to get themselves to the start line, and just disappointed that they don't get the opportunity to show. Uh, show their skills and, and um, get the rewards for all the work they've put in to, to get themselves in this position. A little earlier, um, they were told that they could train, but under severe restrictive manner, uh, no contact, uh, metres apart, uh, you know, no no passing the ball, et cetera, et cetera. Um, how, um, what's been the feedback on that process? Uh, again, again, frustration, um, because these are, these are fit young athletes and, and they're keen to, get stuck into it and um, they're playing a contact game so you can imagine um, turning up to training and, and only being able to do predominantly anaerobic uh, aerobic work um, and keeping physical distancing um, there's a bit of, bit of tension building up that they want to release uh, but they've been, really, they've been really professional around how they've embraced the protocols when they're happening at the trainings and we've got to compliment them on that but yeah they'd love to just get, uh, get stuck into it really um, and so hopefully in time, we're going to have an opportunity to be able to do that, and and hopefully be able to get into a super series or super city series um, as an alternative format for them to be able to play this year. Um, seeing that the NPC door is closed, so Jared, that's exciting in itself. Um, I know you probably haven't uh, crossed the T's and dotted all the I's on it, but what might it look like that competition? Well, obviously, counties, harbour, and, and Auckland, we're we're a bit isolated at the moment. So, um, in the absence of being able to get into the NPC, we're working through again with those those different provincial unions in New Zealand rugby um, at a, a competition format that might play through the back end of October and into November, where we can get those teams playing each other and um, playing meaningful competition games, where the, the players get an opportunity to get out on the grass and and showcase their skills. So you'd be able to use all three venues for that? Uh, our details for that are still to be worked through because at the moment we're still restricted by Level 3 um, alert levels and, and um, yeah, there's, there's a little bit of water to go under the bridge before that can come to life. Okay, so uh, let's look at um, perhaps a, 
the situation with uh, Roger Tuavasa Sheik, incredible. Um, you know, he left the Warriors early, so he really hasn't had too much involvement uh, with rugby proper uh, since he, he made that decision to come home early. Uh, I know he's been with the squad. He hasn't had any playing time that we've been seeing anyway. So uh, where's he at? Have you, have you been speaking to Roger? Where, where's he at? He must be busting to get out there. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that Roger's unique in that situation. I think all of our players are... Um are busting to get out and, and get on the grass and, and do the business for, for themselves but also for their provinces and family. But and, and Roger specifically, he's, he's been got a rough hand this year. Um, we admire that he made the bold decision to come back early because he wanted to get a taste of rugby before Super Rugby next year and um, the NPC was going to provide him that opportunity. But um, unfortunately, yeah, that window's um, that's, that's been closed. But I think we all know that Roger's a... Um, a true professional and, and he, he goes about his work and preparing himself and, and I'm sure that next year when he does get an opportunity to play Super Rugby um, he's going to be, um, he'll be he'll be in top shape to be able to take up that opportunity As you said, these players aren't, aren't on show the way they would like to be for higher level so I guess um, uh, Leon McDonald is, is going to be going a little bit blind on this on current form, isn't he? When he, he looks to finalise at the end of the year Yeah uh, that, that, that's right, but um, over over the last couple of years, we've been building our relationship with uh, with the Blues so that we've got better transition um, posts and, and, and markers in place so that the players can go in and out of the different campaigns through NPC into, into the Blues um, a lot more smoothly. So that comes between Leon and, and our coaches. That will be... Um, It'll be top notch to make sure that we make that transition as as best as possible, given the difficult circumstances that everyone's working through at the moment. Well, at this stage, uh, if you look at the points table, and obviously you won't be able to improve that situation, um, you're at the bottom. So, I mean, because you haven't played. So, where does that sit in terms of have New Zealand rugby given any assurances about promotion, relegation, or anything uh, to you people at this point? Uh, those, those conversations have just commenced and. Um, we're hoping common sense prevails that uh, that we're not um, put in a, a, a terrible situation of relegation. Given it, it, we're just in a, an extraordinary circumstance, and it's uh, not not through our team performance. So um, yeah, we're hoping that common sense is going to prevail on this one. Uh, just finally, Jared. So um, all going well, you may get the Super City type competition up and running uh, towards. Uh, finishing uh, maybe in November. When, when do you expect maybe to have some details of that for the public? Because, of course, the other one's hanging out as well. Yeah, and, and um, that, that's another part that, that uh, another group that's missed out is that we, we, we're obviously disappointed for our fans and our members that they don't get the opportunity to see their team go out and represent um, their province and, and be able to support them. And we think that it's a really part, uh, important part of their our wider community's well-being, so we're disappointed on that front. But um, as soon as we get information that we, we can, um, that we've got a green light to be able to, to get into contact training and, and further further green lights for us to be able to put a, a game of rugby on, we'll be definitely sharing that so that they get the first insight as to when they can expect to see their team on the grass so they can get out there and support them and um, enjoy a bit of footy and hopefully, um, yeah, relax with their whanau, um as they get amongst it. So um, in the roadmap back to uh, out, out, the roadmap out, I guess it is, that the, the government have put forward at the moment, uh, the three levels, what level do you anticipate you'd have to be at to achieve what you want? 
I think level two, level two is definitely where we need to to get to. But having said that, um, we understand that the further we move in this graduated uh, level three transition, um, there might be less restrictions in place. So we need to to understand um, when those when those announcements get get made if there's an opportunity for us to to get in and get stuck in. Okay, Jared. Hey, thanks for your time this morning. I know very very tough. I, I can hear that the frustration the in your voice. So uh, we, we wish you all the best in your endeavours to get this new competition up and running and get the boys on the field. Uh, everyone wants to see it, so good luck with that, eh? Thanks very much. And, um, yeah, we just want to wish all the all the other teams that are in the NPC um, all the best, make the most of their opportunities because, uh, yeah, when you get them, you've got to take them. And, and unfortunately, this year, we've had that taken away from us. So it just, it just um, I guess, emphasises the value of um, making, making every post a winner. Yeah, excellent sentiments, uh, Jared. Thank you very much again. Thanks. Cheers, Sunday.